0: What's up, everybody? This is the phone finger. My name is Parker, and I'm with a special guest.
1: Hey, I'm Holly Carlton. I play beach volleyball at LSU, played indoor at Florida in undergrad, and I'm excited to be on the show today. Thanks for having me.
0: No, no problem. I'm glad to have you today. Um, just to kind of get into it, you mentioned that you went to Florida and now you're at LSU. What is, has what is that transfer uh, been like? You're one of three tra- graduate transfers from different schools.
1: Yeah. So the fall was super interesting because um, I was a newcomer on the team, but the oldest um, by far, like there's a pretty big age difference at this point. This is my sixth year in college um, due to a red shirt from indoor and then a COVID season. So um, it's been a fine line to walk of having a lot of experience just with being a college athlete, with competing in big moments, but also being new to the sport of beach volleyball and new to the school um, and the team. So Fall was really fun trying to build those relationships, but um, definitely a transition to be made.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, you specifically had quite the uh, resume at Florida with 15 kills uh, against Georgia, 73.3 hitting percentage against Missouri, 55 assists on your now current team, ABCA All-American Honorable mention. ABC, 2020, ABCA, all Southeast region, 2020, all SEC team. So like bringing all that to now LSU and pretty much a new environment in beach volleyball. What is, what is that change been like from indoor to outdoor?
1: Yeah, the change has been really fun because I feel like I'm able to go back to a beginner mindset again. So the older you get through your college career, the more um, experience that you have, the more responsibility that you have too. So there is, a lot of pressure that builds throughout your career to perform well like you know this skill you've done it over and over and coming to my first speech practice it was like there's officially no expectations as much as the sports may appear similar I've viewed them as completely different as especially with the position that I played in indoor and now um, taking on a lot of different, even individual skills with playing beach. So it's been fun just to have that um, beginner mindset again, every game. I have no pressure, I feel like, and just be able to learn a ton.
0: Yeah. I mean, it would, I feel like that would go for a, a lot of sports. I mean, it's just that whole environment is what it seems that just could change everything. I believe there's less people on a beach volleyball field than, than an indoor field or court, if I should be more specific. Um, But what made you specifically want to come to LSU rather than any other school?
1: Yeah, so I always knew that I wanted to play an extra year of beach. Um, I actually considered doing both in college, but when I was going into college, um, it wasn't a super strong option for people to do both at the high level. So I wanted indoor to be my focus through undergrad, but then was really excited to get to play and learn beach. Um, So I went on a few visits and LSU just had a super um, amazing feel to it that I had never really experienced. Uh, Both of the coaches are very, very strong uh, believers and use that and their faith to make every decision, um, whether it's coaching, recruiting, Um, how they run a practice how they discipline so uh, that just felt like something really special that I wanted to be a part of for my last year
0: yeah and I mentioned this to coach Brock I went uh, not to tour LSU but I've been to LSU because I have family down there and what a beautiful campus I I don't there's nothing really like it I mean you got Mike the Tiger right outside and it's all fun Um, and that beach volleyball I I mentioned a lot it's such a nice uh, facility you don't really coach Brock mentioned to me that you don't really get stuff like that in other schools but um specifically talking about coach Brock what is that relationship between you two
1: um so just in general I've also noticed that there is a pretty different feel from indoor to beach just kind of personality wise like vibe wise as the young kids call it but um indoor is a little bit more of that like professional suit and tie feel of a relationship like we had a blast in indoor don't get me wrong but it was like just a different level of um formality it almost felt like whereas beach is very laid back in general as an environment so um it's been fun but definitely an adjustment to have coaches who really desire to be more on that peer level and um just develop those relationships with us so Coach Brock has been amazing, um, him and his wife has, have welcomed the team into their home a few times, which has been really cool, and just getting to be in his office and work with him in the fall was really special.
0: Me speaking to Coach Brock, he seems like a very open person, and he'll be very upfront with people, um, but with you specifically, how did you get in the sport of volleyball?
1: So um, I have an older sister. Her name's Kayla. She's three years older than me, and when she was in fifth grade, she started doing some after-school programs for volleyball. Both of us had played softball and swimming growing up, and then she tried out and made the team in sixth grade, just like the little middle school team, and um, wound up playing club either in sixth or seventh grade, and as the little sister, I had to follow her around everywhere and really wanted to be like her. So I just ended up at all of her practices. I remember I would go down and, like, hit the ball against the wall and, like, look back and, like, see if they were going to invite me to come practice with them, even though I was, like, three years younger. Um, But the two of us would play outside a lot, and I just was around the sport for a good amount of time before I started playing in fifth grade.
0: As you mentioned swimming, I am currently a swimmer here at Olivet College, so I understand the, the task of doing it. Um, but what, um, how did like, excuse me, I'm not speaking well right now.
1: Uh,
0: with your recruitment through volleyball, it specifically indoor, how was that journey for you? Cause I know with swimming, I had to do like the NCSA. I had to do a bunch of like sign up for a bunch of recruitment websites what was, it was it daunting for you at all about all that, especially getting D1 offers? Um, just kind of talk to me, talk to the show about that.
1: Yeah, definitely. So that was, I think, the first thing I did that my sister had not done. So um, ironically, my sister is a little undersized to like play at a big school. I'm 6'6", some rosters say 6'7", and my sister is only 5'9", or 5'10". Um, So she wanted that big school experience and decided to finish playing after a great high school career. Um, And then I had a big growth spurt my sophomore year and started getting some recognition at club tournaments, that kind of stuff. And my parents and I were looking at each other like, we have no idea what we're doing. Like, how are we going to... Um, make this happen. But the club that I was playing at at the time had a lot of resources on learning about recruiting, how to talk to coaches, what the rules are, um, because that stuff can be pretty overwhelming. But I actually um, went to UNC Chapel Hill for my first two years. So I committed to them, I believe, fall of my junior year, had a great relationship with the coaches and um, really enjoyed my time there before moving on to Florida.
0: Yeah, and you i believe you came from virginia if I, if that's correct so yes. moving from virginia to unc florida and now lsu what is what have you noticed in maybe a culture change or um like food cuz like crawfish is big down in louisiana everybody knows that so just what has been the culture change like
1: definitely so going to unc at first I don't even think I had a good grasp on, like, what college was. Like, we weren't a family that grew up rooting for college teams or touring colleges. My parents both went to small schools, so they definitely had it in the plan for my sister and I to attend college, but we just didn't really, like, dream or talk about that very much. So, um, UNC, I feel like I was definitely, like, in over my head to start. Like, where am I? UNC is a super prestigious school academically, so um, there was a lot of challenging parts, but I feel like the adjustment was made easier due to the resources that are offered for college athletes. So the tutors, the just like mentorship, um, and then having older teammates as kind of your friends and almost big sisters, right. When you get on campus. So um, I think what I remember most from Chapel Hill, it feels like forever ago now, but was just the beautiful like college campus feel definitely don't tell LSU or Florida but like most beautiful campus that I've been on and um, it had like more of a like old Southern college feel than Florida and LSU have like they had a street called Franklin Street and there was cute shops and boutiques and restaurants and um, just had that like Southern bell kind of feel I guess um, and then going to Florida it was huge it felt like um, UNC actually is a little bit smaller, like, more mid-size, I guess you could say, compared to an LSU or a Florida in attendance, and has every person within 100 miles, it feels like, who's a Gator fan, whereas at UNC, there was NC State and Duke really close by, so there was that rivalry feel where it's Gator Nation down in Gainesville, like, that's all that's going on, it's just about the school, so um, that was super fun. I remember, like, going to a coffee shop before I'd even going to my first practice and someone was like, are you that new transfer we got? And I'm like, "Um, yes, I guess. Like, so people are just like huge Gator fans following the sports. Um, So that was my impression of Florida. And then LSU so far feels really, really similar to that being the only like super large state school. Everybody in Louisiana is a huge LSU fan. Um, It definitely feels uh, similar to Florida. You have the SEC football um, feel. So I think these two have been pretty similar so far.
0: Have you had the chance to go down in new Orleans at all while you've been in Louisiana?
1: I picked up a teammate from the airport, but that's all that I've been down there you gotta, for. You, but you
0: gotta go down there. You gotta go down yeah. there and try some beignets and coffee, you know?
1: I know that's what everyone keeps saying. And I feel like I blew my shot now that we're in season, but maybe hey, towards the end of spring. You still
0: got after postseason. you know, after season off season, but, um, Specifically, while you've been playing volleyball, what has been like the weirdest thing that's happened with fans or with just during the game? What has been like the weirdest thing that you've noticed?
1: Mm, so, I'm known for having a lot of like on the court wipeouts. Um, <laughs> so, I'm trying to think through like one of um my mom's friends was going through a tough time. So, I would send her like little episodes of like, holly stupid things holly did on tv today or whatever (laughs) because the camera would always seem to catch it whether i was on the bench or on the court like i was like drinking water and accidentally squirted in my face or stuff like that but one that i do remember we were playing at texas a&m and um we did a 6-2 mainly at florida so i would hit in the front row and then come out um for my rotations in the back row um but sometimes i would go into set like every once in a blue moon i had played that role more at UNC, so the game wasn't going the way we wanted, and um, Mary had decided she wanted to change. So I had just gotten off to the bench, and I was a little sick that um, game, so I'd put in a cough drop for my time off. And then Mary was like, "Holly, Mia, or like whoever subbed in with me, like get up there." So I'm like running up there, and then like completely forgot I had the cough drop in, played the point, and then I had like crushed it up in my mouth just through playing. And then the other team had challenged the so I was like talking to Shannon our assistant coach and I was like Shannon can you bring me a cup can you bring me a cup like I need to spit out my cough drop but she thought that I just had gum in my mouth so she's like here just spit it here just spit it here and I was like no no a cup and she was like spit it So then, of course, the camera's on me, and I'm, like, (laughs) over her hand, like, spitting out, like, pieces of this cough drop, and she, like, walks back to the bench, and she is, like, what is in my hand? Oh, no. She
0: she was
1: just offering for gum, but Shannon Wells, coach of the year right there, she really took one for the team, so um, always remember that as a weird moment.
0: (laughs) That, oh, gosh, especially getting that caught on TV, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I, I couldn't imagine, but... Um, Kind of talking about weird stuff, what specifically, it doesn't have to necessarily relate to beach volleyball or indoor volleyball. Um, What has been like the strangest moment you've known It like noticed maybe necessarily at LSU?
1: Our team in general is just really, really goofy. So I feel like we're always laughing and doing dumb stuff, but I can't really think of a specific moment. Sorry. You're good. We're not
0: live, so you can take as much time as you. Okay.
1: Want. Um. Okay. So in our team meeting the other day, we were trying to come up with like a buzzword we could use on the team for something we could say to one another um, when we were struggling to stay positive. Um, female athletes, especially, struggle a lot with negative self-talk, like being outwardly negative sometimes. So we wanted like a little word we could say to one another to kind of be like, "Hey, like I love you," but like snap out of it, kind of thing. And so I I was actually quarantined when the team was talking about this. So I came in and I was kind of confused what we were going for, like what kind of word. And then all of a sudden, um, Laura Booz, one of our juniors, was like, I have it. And she said, All right, is everybody ready? It's gonna be nickelback. And we're all like, Okay. And then she goes, All right, stick with me. And like some of our freshmen are like, Who's nickelback? I'm like, six years older than all these people. What? So um I won't out them on camera their names, but <laughs> then she pulls up the song and like Nickelback's top song and she's like singing it to us. And it's like, when I'm down, you remind me who I really am, something like that. So she's like, that's gonna be our song. When we're down, we're gonna remind each other. And then someone else said we have to come up with a phrase that we're gonna say back to um let the other person know that like I'm receiving it, like I'm good, I'm with you. So now we're gonna say dime front back so I was like I am part of a team of goobers but it's <laughs> um, just a really fun group who can take anything like that and just make it a good time so
0: well specifically talking about your team currently <clears throat> what wh- how has it been like adjusting I mean you've been to two separate schools before here but has there been any different uh change or adjustment that you've had to make while coming to LSU
1: Definitely. So I think, I mean, I spoke about this a little bit before, but there's been a balance of being a newcomer, being new to the sport, um, having to come in with basically no previous relationships to a whole new group, um, while also having a lot of experience, more maturity, like stuff like that, that I want to bring and use um, for the good of the team. So. I think that I've just been really amazed by how mature the team is in general. Like this summer, I played in a tournament for fun with one of the sophomores this year. So she was brand new to college last year in a pandemic. Um, Her name's Ellie Shank and she was just mature and wise beyond her years, like talking about hard things that had happened in the season or things that might not have gone her way, like just the perspective. And Um, maturity that she brought to the situation was really, really impressive and inspiring. And I feel like that's generally how um, my relationships have been with my teammates so far. So kind of getting over that age difference or the barrier of like, okay, I'm new, but I'm not part of the freshman class. Like, how do I fit in here? Um, I've just been really impressed and uh, lucky by how awesome the girls are.
0: And you mentioned the pandemic has that kind of changed anything with volleyball has there been any new rules specifically with masks or
1: yeah I feel like it's ever-changing um so the pandemic happened at Florida um after the spring of before my last season there so we went home and then ended up coming back late summer and we didn't know if we were going to get to play that season. And then the NCAA actually wound up moving this championship to the spring. So indoor volleyball has always been a fall sport. I had um, lined it up to graduate in December. I had already committed to LSU to play for them this past season in the spring. And my last indoor championship was moved to the spring. So that definitely put a wrench in the plans, but um, that Florida team was, Part of my life, who I'd committed to, a work that I wanted to finish with them. So, SEC wound up playing both fall and spring. So, we did a year long season, which was a little daunting at times, but um, ultimately, so worth the sacrifices and the like mask mandates or testing rules, I feel like have changed a hundred times since we started the season. So, it's really challenged each team that I've been on that's been a part of it to just adjust. Um, to adversity and kind of roll with the punches which I think it's a great thing for any team to learn to come together through so
0: um I had something in my head but I completely forgot it uh <laughs> but I think we can move on to our next section of the show we it's called hot cakes and hot takes for those who have, have its first time listening uh hot cakes and Hot takes is a section of the show where we talk about our unpopular opinions doesn't have to be related to sports like previously holly we mentioned uh is a hot dog a sandwich um is water wet like so it can really be anything um you can take your time we're not live
1: well something that i just got roasted for the other night by my very over- remaining teammate kylie um so i made hot chocolate and i'm a huge fan of anything salty sweet like salted chocolate or like um kettle corn like i just love salt on my sweet things so i made hot chocolate and then we have little like electric salt and pepper shakers and i put a little bit of salt on top um and then the next morning it was me kylie and, Hannah, and i think we were driving to workouts and she was like holly i have to ask you something but did you like put salt or pepper when you made hot chocolate last night and she was like disgusted with it and I was like I feel like it's pretty normal but I've kind of found that um response in general at Starbucks I asked for like a packet of salt in my coffee because it like makes the sweetener pop for me so I have a salted coffee with me here right now so I would say that's a controversial opinion that I have
0: I've, I've honestly never heard that ever I mean if, it, if it's good to you I mean I think but uh yeah. what what's different what makes it taste different for you if you don't salt it is it like like specifically a coffee is it more bitter if you don't or
1: Uh, that's a good question I mean I definitely drink coffee that's not salted as well but I just feel like it adds like a little little something something to it like a little pop to the flavor but I don't know it's not like a deal breaker but it's definitely something that I enjoy
0: how long have you been doing that for Is there just, like, Um, just you just kind of started doing it, and then?
1: So, over COVID, I feel like this really justifies my argument, but it was probably late spring of 2020, like, when we were really shut down, and um, I was staying with my sister and her husband, and then they had a Starbucks, like, pretty close, so I would go on little Starbucks runs, like, give them alone time, because I had officially moved in on their marriage, so I was like, let me get out of the house every once in a while, but um they had this feature drink then that was a salted cream cold foam and there was no flavor or anything it was just like you know the foam on top of the starbucks drinks so it was like the foam with um classic sweetener and a packet of salt on top of cold brew and it was like the best drink of my life
0: good okay
1: it was really good yeah so i
0: mean i guess it makes sense if you like tried it and you liked it i mean to continue to do that um that's just so I've just never heard anybody do that before. Because um, we got a Starbucks here at Olivet and like I I just never seen that before. Um but okay. Um that's that's a good one, honestly. But <laughs> with <laughs> um but with the coffee, like is you mentioned that your teammates were like roasted. Is it, it's just, is it still kind of like a joke between you guys and the te- you and the team?
1: Um, I mean, it just happened like three days ago that Kylie busted me for it. So hopefully, she went out me to the rest of the team. But we are known for kind of making fun of each other. So I wouldn't be surprised if it made its way through.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It's a it's a big family. So who yes, knows? Exactly. Um. Well. Holly, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Where can our listeners find you?
1: Actually, I'm kind of on an Instagram hiatus right now, but I still check it every once in a while on my laptop, but I'm kind of trying to remove myself from social media for a little bit just to prioritize relationships, reading the Bible, just kind of being present. But if they want to hit me with a follow, I think it's Holly underscore Carlton one on Instagram. But other than that, I'm not on the internet.
0: Uh you can everybody can follow the phone finger at phone finger underscore pod on Twitter, Instagram, and follow our Facebook group called the Phone Finger, and then follow our YouTube channel called Phone Finger, as well as our TikTok called phone finger underscore pod. This is the end of our show. Again, Holly, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh mine is Parker.
1: It's Holly. Thanks again for having me.